4 a.m., which is the time you get up when you have kids. But I don't mind if it's my choice to get up at like six. You know what I mean? Oh, I've never been about it, even six. I think 11, 11 p.m., uh, 11 p.m., 11 a.m. is the best time to wake up. I actually think like seven is the perfect time. But I used to, when I used to not have a baby, get up at six and go to the gym and then go to work. That's that's the kind of person I was. Well, Ugh. when I wasn't pissed. You know what I mean? Horrible. Right, everyone. Welcome back to Wes Builds a Theatre. We are talking to Amy Vraker today. And uh, yes, we are talking a little bit about parenting there at the beginning of the podcast. And you will soon find out why. As I said, it has been a little while. Well, I said in the last episode, it will be a little while until your next episode. And it's probably been about three months or maybe more. So I do apologise for that. But I know you're all keen as mustard and you're still going to listen to this episode anyway. So welcome back into the fold. I cannot promise the next episode will come any faster than this one did. But it's like (laughs) waiting around for gold, isn't it? So it's fine. Well, this one's worth the wait. Hi. (laughs) Yes, it is worth the wait. That's how I'm going to start. Yeah. So, we're going to crack down to it, because time is short. What is your mission statement, Amy? The kind of idea is that I want a theatre that is, I I say family friendly, and I know that that's a thing that gets banded about loads, but what I mean by that is like, it's actually fun for everyone. (laughs) It's not family friendly as in, you know, like some restaurants say they're family friendly, but everybody stares at you horribly if your kid cries. Yeah. Like, I mean, like properly stuff for everyone to do together, separately, shows, there's a crash. I want a theatre that is for your granddad and your newborn baby. That's what I want. So it's almost less of a family theatre and more of an all-inclusive kind of theatre that you're after. Yes. Yeah. I think that those things shouldn't really be, like I said, I think family friendly always. What what family friendly mostly implies to me is that it's all right for you to take your kids there, but it doesn't usually mean you're going to have a great time. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> so like, like when you're taking your kids to art, like kid, one child, isn't it? One child. It is. By the way, me and Amy know each other really well, and I literally see her all the time, so I don't know why I just said We that. literally take our kids <laughs> out together. Like You're about to ask me, so when you go to art, that's what we do together with our children. You've literally looked after him, but it's fine. Yep, there is one. So, so when, we, when we attend art together with our children, <laughs> what, kind, what kind of stuff do you go to? What makes you feel more comfortable? What makes you feel less comfortable? I think... The stuff that we've got... Am I allowed to mention specific things in theatres in this, or is there like... Oh, yeah, go on. Oh, great. Live the dream. The the absolute best things I think we've been to are at Zed Arts. That is amazing for kids. And, like, the two things we've been to, we went to the Tiger Who Came to Tea, didn't we? And we went to the fairy tale thing. And the thing that's really good about that is because it's not expecting your kid to sit and watch a piece of theatre or to stand in a quiet gallery and look at something. It's like both of those things, but better. So it's like an immersive experience where they can run around and touch things and play with things and like experience it. And it's also 
like really cool. <laughs> like if you're an mm. adult, I find it really cool and like all the little details that are in there for like parents and stuff as well. I feel like it's like that's the best thing when it's not a like you have to be in this certain place or you have to watch this certain thing when you can just experience it as you know however your child can or you can basically yeah it's interesting the Zen Art stuff because it's really a five minute performance yeah followed by a, pl- a heavily themed play area which is kind of what makes it really fun but it's actually like world building if theatre is about world building then they've actually just gone and built a world in there which I always think is quite fun yeah that's exactly it it's like that bit at the beginning is like they set up an environment I guess for like you know so older kids have like a right this is what this is here's a little challenge for you go into this world whereas it also really works for like Bobby's only one and a half so for him just going into this amazing world he doesn't need any of that do you know what I mean so it's not like it's like perfect because it's not too long for the little ones and not too short for the big ones and then like I say I think like we always go into those things like whoa look at that like there's like really cool little details and like you say they build an entire world so we can enjoy it as well and I think that that's really cool. Have you ever taken Bobby to something and it's not been a great experience? Um, I took him to well there's loads of places I've taken him it's not been a great experience. But ah. you're talking specifically about like art things. I think that there's one thing I took him to, which was like, and again, I think we actually went to this together, and it was like a um, the outside art day for kids. Remember, mm. and it was just like it was really like advertisers if it was like over this big park and there was loads of stuff to do and all of that whereas actually it was like a tiny little square of grass with just like loads and loads of kids there there wasn't enough for everyone like to do something and then it felt like you were trying to keep track of them and then it's also the same with like art galleries I feel like when we went because when we went to that it was outside an art gallery wasn't it and then we took the kids into Mm. the art gallery and then you're always like oh don't touch the wall (laughs) like oh don't climb on that no climbing but they say they're family friendly but we were just running around after them getting them not to climb on things and touch things weren't we so yeah there was a lot of scared gallery guides that day yeah yeah which is interesting because a lot of the exhibition when we went in was video stuff broadcasted onto walls yeah so it's not there's not too much you could pick up and break i know but i i just think galleries still aren't built well for children there's a all. there's a lot of stairs that have no mm. you know what i mean that they can just run down but also i just feel like not like the thing for me since i've become a parent is i really appreciate places where you don't feel like everybody's kind of watching what you're doing if you know what I mean like Mm. with a child and I think when you go into galleries you instant like with a child you instantly feel like everybody's waiting for like a noise yeah a noise or like something to be touched or something like that and it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel very comfortable and I feel that like in places like just bloody restaurants and stuff like that most of the Mm. time everyone kind of thinks oh shit there's someone here with a kid (laughs) whereas 
you know, like we said about the Z Arts thing, Z Arts as an entire building's really great, but those shows are specifically, it just feels like you can go in and you can all relax. Do you know what I mean? And nobody's kind of thinking, what's she doing with that kid over there? Yeah. So does it need to be like built child environments? Because I know before I had kids, I was definitely the person that was a bit snarly when someone brought the kids somewhere. I'd be like, oh God, time ruined. So I can't complain about that because I was that person. So apologies, every parent that I've ever slightly stirred at. (laughs) (laughs) I now go over that myself. Um, But like, does it need to be, so like the nice thing about the Z Arts performance is it was purpose built. I feel like the thing that was different with the gallery was they decided they needed to do something that was family fun, but didn't kind of put enough into it. So it didn't felt purpose built enough. It was more like, an add-on, if you get what I mean. Not yeah. like a, a full, fully built thing for yeah. children. Yeah, Does it like, need to be like that? Like, can children interact with the real, real world art? I think it is... I totally get what you're saying. And, like, let me be honest, I'm writing a show at the minute that's about being a mum and having kids. I don't want kids to come to it. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> because that's mm. not... Like, but then... So instead of having kids come to it, there'll be like a crash on one of the shows. There'll be an off, you know, so people still can access it. But we we all want to do things without our kids as well. Like then there needs to be a space where you can be just an adult and a space where you could it can feel all inclusive. But I think the point is that somewhere like an art gallery should be inclusive. It's a public, you know what I mean? It's art. I don't feel like it should be, you know, when you say that, it makes me think of uh, like, yeah, certain restaurants or, you know, you can go to certain hotels that are like kid free. Absolutely fine. As Mm. long as like, because that's totally different, but there needs to be that. You need to be able to feel that when you've got kids as well. And you need to be able to like have places I think when we're talking about art and stuff, there needs to be somewhere you all can go and feel that kind of special. Do you know what I mean? Rather mm-hmm. than that being like reserved for adults only and people without kids, like why can't we have a little taste of that? And why can't kids? I think it's hard, you know, wanting to engage your kids in art from a young age. If their experience of going to art galleries is being told off all the time and not being able to interact with things, they're going to think it's boring, aren't they? So what what would you do about that? How would you remedy it? How do you make it a safe space? Or a fun space, even? I think just having, like, more things that kids can interact with, that families can interact with around. So say, you know, obviously, if you go into, like, I don't know, there's certain pieces of art that people want to put on show that kids can't touch. (laughs) That is fine. (laughs) There's certain bits of my house that I don't want my child to touch. But I think that it needs to be surrounded by things that they can touch, if that makes sense. And it needs to be Mm. in in an area that's uh, kind of like designed so it so they they can't get in. So you're not telling them like, don't go over there, don't do this. It's more like, look at all of this stuff that you can do and you can look at and here's how you can interact with it rather than just having it, you know, like we were doing, like trying to take them off, climbing on statues or whatever that have got a rope <laughs> round. Do you know what I mean? Like that rope's not keeping anyone out. All that rope is doing 
<laughs> is enticing these kids towards <laughs> it and stressing the parents out. Because also I think like the point of it is we want to enjoy our time in these places as well. Like when we take our kids, we don't want to spend the whole time running after them and stopping them. We want to be able to enjoy the art that they might not connect with. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I don't want to not be able to do these things with my child. And so there needs to be like an environment like at Z Arts. So you go into Z Arts, right? I'm using it a lot because it's the best example in Manchester, I think. Mm. And you can have, you could get like a coffee in there, right? And there's a whole wall that your kid can draw on. Like both of you are having a great time there. You could have a beer and they can like go and play with all the things as books. As, you know what I mean? It's like built mm. for everybody to be in it. And you don't feel like you're compromising your thing and they're not having to compromise their thing. So do you think Arts is built for everyone? And I think Arts would say they are. But I still don't feel like that's that's a theatre space where people are going to feel like they're having a full a full night out because it I feel like it it feels eighty percent leaning towards kids. I think that um, there is. I think if you go in the daytime to Z Arts, it feels like a parent and kid thing or a kid mm. and guardian thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, but that to me is great because why can't like I feel like us as parents deserve that as well do you know what I mean we can't like I don't think we should be like oh sorry this is our kids are here sorry about that do you know what I mean yeah. like I think it's really great to have somewhere where we can have that like there's not really other like other theatres in Manchester that I feel I can take Bobby and feel comfortable and not think oh shit he's crying oh shit he's you know what I mean mm. But I also have been to Z Arts to watch things in the evening and it is a bar and it is like, you know, they do put like good other shows on there and I do feel like I can enjoy it like as an adult mm. space as well. So I think I disagree with you there. I think it's not obviously got the kind of like, oh, I'm going to have like a cocktail in the roof terrace vibe, but it has got. You still can get a beer and have a good night. Yeah. What yeah. what what are you thinking? I don't think you agree <laughs> with me there. I don't I don't agree at all. I feel like it, it's more like in the evening for Z Arts, right? You know when you go to something like we went to the art gallery, yeah, and the kid bit felt tacked on. Yeah. I think in Z Arts, if you go as an arts go and want an adult time, the adult time is tacked on. Yeah, I suppose I see what you're saying. I think... And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? But what I'm trying to challenge you to see what we can find out is can you really make a space that's great for everyone, that gives everyone a title in it, a nice civic, civic space where everyone can get on and have a fully great time? Is that is that possible or are there always going to be winners or losers in this situation between adults having full-on adult adulty time and families and children having family and children time. I think it's very difficult and but what is like I think a lot in this country I've said that now in this country um 
It's so different. And I know people say this and, you know, all our mums probably say this. Oh, you go other places in Europe and everywhere's got kids in and it's all fine. (laughs) Um, I know that's said loads, but it is really true. Like, I feel like we're the only place where we're so desperate for that difference. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. so if you go out, like, remember when you came to visit us, I think it baby Bobby was like a newborn baby or something and I don't think you I think you only had one at that point um and we went to that restaurant and it was outside in that courtyard and there was just loads of kids running around and we had a really nice time because it felt like we were still in this like nice restaurant eating nice tapas and drinking beers and the kids we didn't feel like policed with our kids they were running around and like Mm. well Bobby wasn't running but you know what I mean it was like that environment where everyone can feel relaxed does exist and can exist because it it mm. exists in like just in public space in in restaurants in loads of places when you go on holiday like it just feels like everybody's there and everyone's having a great time i think that's because that restaurant was sat on a square yeah maybe maybe Arts and culture places need more things that have squares. Because I always feel more relaxed. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm going out for a, a meal or something, or even a coffee with the kids, I feel more relaxed outside. Yes. Because if someone starts crying, it's not going to echo everywhere like an echo chamber. Yeah. So, But I feel like there's a thing about that square, because on a square, your kid's got a long way to go until they get run over by something. Yeah. So you feel relaxed because of that. There's usually some stuff for them to climb on and whatever. Yeah. But maybe that's it. Maybe art spaces need squares or be I, on squares. I think, like, obviously in England, maybe, you, you know, you've tapped into why it is more relaxed abroad as well because there's yeah. so it's warmer, so more of the year is spent outside, so you sit outside mm. in a restaurant. Or I've been to things where it's, like, celebrations at night time and there's loads of kids there, but everyone's outside, so it doesn't feel as intense for you or the kids. But mm. also, I think... It's about having an open space, even if it's inside, about having an area where kid, I went, I took Bobby, we've just moved house and we found a new local and we went there. I think I sent you a picture of the guy that I said was like you playing balls around the back of the pub. <laughs> yes. um, but that pub inside just has like a big bit where there's no tables and chairs, right? Mm. And there's like a pub dog and... It's all, everybody doesn't give a, you know, no one, there's people there with kids, there's people there with dogs, nobody really cares. And there's all this space. And it was the best pub experience I've had since taking Bobby to the pub. Because he just mm. run around and have space and feel like he's not enclosed and he doesn't have to stay in a seat. And I don't, like you say, there's not anywhere that he can kind of hurt himself, really. He can climb yeah. on and off chairs now that he's old enough. And then all of the other people there are kind of know that that's what this is and they're all just playing with him and stuff. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Is that a working class space? Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Now I've got a theory that middle-class spaces hate kids and Mm. working class spaces tend to be more accepting because if you go to like, (laughs) if you go to like a working men's club or something like that in an afternoon sometimes, You'd have people sat around having like a pint of mild or lager or whatever and the kids running around drinking and all that stuff. Which is often frowned upon on the news and things like that. But if that was in like a middle class bar environment, it's kind of okay, even though lots of the people there don't want the kids there. 
Yeah. I feel like working class environments, full stop, are more accepting of children and families than middle class environments. And I think that's another problem with culture spaces. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. I think, like, when I say, oh, that was my best pub experience with Bobby, it's probably because it was, you know, other places I've taken him have felt, I've, I've like, we, me and my brother went to this kind of like country hall that had like a big outside space. It was really fancy. And even though it had an outside space, it even had like a tractor for kids to play on. In the actual pub bit, I was well more stressed about Bobby and mm. people, other people were well more kind of like, why is there a child here? Even though it's like the middle of the day. I was just going for lunch, you know, we weren't getting drunk or anything. But it, yeah, you definitely it definitely makes a massive difference. And so, like you say, I think that's kind of maybe indicative of of these spaces that we don't feel we can go to that are culture spaces as well, or that we feel like we're stressed. Because also their idea of like making it family friendly, like I've said before, is kind of like, oh, we'll put some hula hoops outside on the grass. But like the rest of the, the whole place will be just, yeah, it's like that doesn't really put it basically when you've got toddlers does it so let's just build up this idea of fear a little bit more you said something interesting before we came on the podcast about this is by the way listeners this episode has taken about two three years to get into action (laughs) we've had so many dates booked in we both know each other so well but one of us or the other one has died of parenting or something else (laughs) 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 um i you said like originally when we were talking about this idea that that a parent-friendly theatre would be interesting if it kind of either banned kids or had a crash so that it could be set up that you could just go as yourself to a show and have something in place so you could experience the show yourself and not have to think about the kids we'll talk about that a little bit yeah so I think I said that at the beginning as well a bit about like there is times when I want to just go see a show or like for my show, I want people to be able to come and see it and have that space away from their kids. And so, yeah, I think the idea of like a supervised area for kids so that like parents can come and be like, right, like you go play and for the next hour, because that's how long most shows are, you know, that we kind of go watch if you're thinking about not like big traditional theatres. Um, and you can just go for an hour and sit and watch something and know that they're just playing away, somebody's supervising them. Because I, like, I also appreciate it's really hard to leave your kids in sometimes as well. I like, especially when Bobby was younger, found it really hard to leave him at home. You know, and then you're out for longer because he's, oh, you've got to get there, get back. If there's a space you can go and be like, oh, I'm just in that room, come and get me if he needs me. Do you know what I mean? Whilst he's out kind of playing and being looked after, that would be amazing. Obviously, money-wise, that's probably not at all feasible because <laughs> you have to have staff that supervise. But even just having that maybe like here and there, just going like, well, we've got parents' day. Come on, these shows that are on in the evenings that none of us can get to because we've not got childcare and all the rest of it. Like we have a day, a season where we put these shows on in the day. You know what I mean? Or a couple of them on in the day and there's a crash facility so you can come and you can still go to the theatre because I miss it. I don't go half as much as I used to. 
And I'm someone who's got a husband, you know, there's what about single parents and all the rest of it? I just feel like it's, yeah. Yeah. And it's people hard. have said for that, like, you know, the live stream theatre, but it does not cut it. I know it there's people that will argue it. And even when people try to make stuff for film, it's like people have done entire careers around film yeah. that have done it really well. <laughs> it's like, don't come to me saying, like, you've done theatre forever, but now you're a film expert after two years of COVID. I totally that. agree. I totally there must agree. Be, there must be some, by luck or by someone discovering a hidden talent they didn't know they have, have gone really well. And I'm sure loads of people are messaging me about that, telling me I'm ignorant. But on the whole, we're, yeah, we're builders I, of live experiences. Yeah, and I think that, that that's still important. Like, yeah, you can watch a film at home and that's fine, but like, I want to experience a live theatre show. Let's not pretend we didn't all really miss that there's some theatre you know you can watch stuff from national theatre and stuff like that online and that's great and I think that that is fantastic as somebody that also like has a chronic illness it's great that if I can't get somewhere I can watch it at home but that doesn't mean I don't ever want to be able to go to the theatre it doesn't mean that I shouldn't be able to access it do you know what I mean and I think that that's the thing it's having those options and giving parents the option to yeah. go. And, and let's be honest, the best bit of a show is not actually watching the show, it's hashing out the show after, that yeah. hour after when you've got a pint in hand. Exactly. Or whatever, a nice little soda. Yeah. And the chat about what you liked about the show, people's different experience of it, because it's that live thing and people pick out different things in the moment. Like that, that is yeah. the, a key piece of it for me, that the online is not doing it unless it like makes like a, I don't know, like a little forum, an online forum after. Yeah. 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 So I think it's for me, it's like this mix of like, right. So I want to go somewhere where people aren't annoyed that I have a child with me, which actually in England is really hard to find. Um, So I think art spaces should be that place you can go where people aren't like welcoming. You feel relaxed. Your kid can interact. You can interact. Wonderful. But then there's also opportunity for you to go and watch something or go and see something whilst they, whilst somebody kind of helps you with childcare. So if we're running through the questions I was going to ask before we all went off piece, Sorry. But I think we've answered, I think we've answered them, which is nice. So it's a theatre for children, but as well as parents. So parents can go yep. to stuff on their own. It's not all family themed activity. Yeah. Uh, it looks like, I think we got to like a town square was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somewhere with a big open space in the middle. Maybe, I mean, budget not, you know, let's forget about hey, budget. It's blue sky thinking on this podcast. Well, there you go. Maybe it could be a big open space and it has one of those roofs that when it's hot, the roof comes off. When it's oh, cold, yes. the roof comes on. Do you know what I mean? Like one a of mini them. Wimbledon. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. Are you going to stick like a proper working class pub in the middle with bowls? Oh, I think <laughs> there always has to be. After. I think there should always be. I think we haven't talked about food and drink and stuff, have we? But, and I'm aware that we're both yeah, like against the clock. But I think <laughs> we've, got, also we've got two minutes. <laughs> something that really annoys me is uh, do that thing where you put it on double time. Um, no, I think that something that I've, is annoying in these spaces as well some some spaces is how expensive food is or how fancy food is and I think there's nothing better than 
if you're working or you're in a theatre, somewhere you can get a bloody sandwich and a jacket potato. Give me a sandwich and a jacket potato. That's all I want. You know what I mean? Like I don't for for like three quid. Um, so it's uh, like I mean I'm with you on a sandwich. I hate jacket potatoes. All right. Well, you know I'm talking about the vibe of it. Where you can have all like you. chips and you. beans. Do you know what I mean? Egg and chips, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm up for. And then, you know, drinks wise, yeah, I'm a big fan of kind of like a nice IPA, but also maybe just have some other options like mm. some nice normal lagers, cheaper lagers. And, you know, I'm really surprised that up to this point I haven't even mentioned the Holbeck because that's one of like my favourite cultural spaces that I've ever mm. been to. And that has like a proper working class pub and everyone feels comfortable. It's nice. It feels like it's really part of the community. It's like you can, you can go watch theatre if you want or you can just sit in the pub and have a pint like at any other pub. And I love that. So like a working class pub with jacket potatoes and um, like cheap and cheerful food, a big square where your kids can run around. I'm not, and I don't mean unhealthy food either. It can be like really good, healthy, nice food. Because everyone assumes when you say, oh, just cheap food that you need like shit. But that's not what I mean. But I also (laughs) do want chips. I also do like chips. Um, yeah. but I you know what crash, I mean a crash built in there for night time a like. crash built in there do you know what yeah for night time not, not just for night time because I know how hard it is to go out at bedtimes as well Um, mm. but like for daytimes like I said like have a day where you put a few shows on in the day and there's a crash and people can come and leave their kids and go watch shows that they might not be able to get to in the evenings uh, in terms of programming I guess from what we've talked about it's going to be quite broad like some really Adult experimental cutting shows, but then also those very experiential shows for children that we're talking about with fairy tales and Zedarts, which I think is still running. Yeah. If anyone is around the Manchester area, wants to go. oh my god, go! It's really good. Yeah, perfect. Well, I think that sums up your theatre. That sounds amazing, or more of an art space. I'm actually quite keen yeah. on that. If you want to hear anything about Alan Lane and the Holbeck, we've got a whole episode about that that was really, really good. So go back and listen to that. And if you want to catch Amy soon, um, she did an amazing show in the past called The Year My Vagina. Oh, no. It's not It's not The Year My Vagina. It is. It, it, it is. It is The Year. It yeah. is The Year. Uh, and now you've got Glow coming on, but it's going to be playing at It's Contact actually called Theater. Glowing. Sorry. Glowing. Boy. I got the other one right. It's all wrong. You're literally selling tickets for literally, it. Literally. Literally. <laughs> uh, so you've got Glowing coming up, which is on... Can you remember the dates? Yes, October the 18th until the 22nd. Maybe the 17th or the 22nd, actually. Uh, but that week, anyway. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm going to go myself. I already have tickets booked, which is great. So, yeah, might see me around. Might just see, a, you know, Wes Builds celebrity. Hashtag yeah. Celebrity. Uh, while you're there. <laughs> that is so cringe. Right, on that note, <laughs> goodbye. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can at Wes Builds on Twitter on uh, our Facebook group or you can email me at wesbuilds at gmail.com you can come on and have your own episode and yeah hopefully I'll be back sooner than I was last time but I hope you had fun listening to this episode 
See you soon. Love Bye. you all.